Mrs. Brightside is brought to you by Audible, Amazon's audiobook heaven. Yep, that's right. I'm giving it that title because this is the only place I know where to get audiobooks. And just here's a few out of my collection so you know just how cool this app is. If Chins Could Kill by Bruce Campbell. Confessions of a B-Movie Actor. And he narrates it, guys. And if you like that one, he has a sequel. Hail to the Chin. Further Confessions of a B-Movie Actor. But that's not it, guys. I also have In 50 Years They'll All Be Chicks by Adam Carolla. And, not to get too weird, but The Pet Cemetery narrated by Michael C. Hall. So you get your Stephen King on and Dexter reads it to you. What more do you guys want? Well, you know what? I can give you a 30-day free trial so that you have 30 days to decide if you want to keep this app. Seriously, not like you need more than a minute, which is basically the time it takes to download one of these books, depending on how long it is. But again, some of these books are short, you know, certainly in my collection, because I'm not a big reader. That's why I like Audible. They read these books to me. But back on that 30-day free trial, I can give it to you. Go to audibletrial.com slash Mrs. Brightside. That's how you can get your 30 days free. And enjoy one of these great titles or one you might be interested in on your own. Since I'm not an influencer, guys, make your own choices. But still listen to the rest of this episode. Such a sweet, sweet thing today got a hold of me. Open doors for little old ladies. I help the blind to see. I got no friends because they read my Twitter. And they can't be seen with me. And I'm getting real shot down and I'm feeling me. No more, Mrs. Brightside. No more, Mrs. Blue. No more, Mrs. Brightside. They say I'm sick. I'm a All right, guys. This is really slow starting up here. Sorry about that. But yeah, this is the new Mrs. Brightside. Where the glass is always half full of booze. Yep, I'm keeping the same, like, little intro thing. Um, but I, I did have a new theme song. But today, we're going to be talking the bright side of cults. Because there is one, but, and two, I think a lot of people are misunderstanding what a cult is. It's not all Koresh. It's not all, you know, Manson-type things. I mean, I've... You know, I was in a cult for three years and just got out of it. And, uh, you know, my uh, lovely friend Marina, introduce yourself. Yeah. Hello. Who's here to talk about hers. Yeah. Yes. Um, I'm Marina. I definitely grew up in a cult. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, it's it's definitely more PG rated than one would think. Like, it's, yeah. it, like, I didn't go through any, like, sexual abuse or anything <coughs> crazy that I hear, like, on a lot of these TV shows that are coming out. But you still still deal with emotional 
abuse and just isolation and people not talking to you anymore because you you leave. So even when it's PG, it's still crazy how you can get into a cult and how your family can stay in it and hate you because you're not in it anymore. So, Well, yeah, and I think that those three things right there, you talked about the isolation, the emotional abuse that, you know, people don't, aren't aware of because while a lot of these cults highlight the sexual and physical abuse, most cults are just simply emotionally abusive. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the isolation is part of that. But then the third thing you said, it it's about like, you know, how if you're no longer a part of that, Everyone hates you. Yeah. And like, you know, what do you do like when your situation where that was your family? Yeah. Yeah. And for me, it's, um, I had other family problems that I'll never blame hmm. the cult on. And, um, to be specific, I grew up Jehovah's Witness. And, um, so on top of that, a lot of my friends were more so in my family than anything. Um, I left my parents when I was 16, but I stayed Jehovah's Witness till I was about 19, 20. So, I would have friends, like, when I was a Jehovah's Witness, I followed all the rules. A lot of people know how strict they are, holidays, profanity, like, things that we don't even think about, If we, whether or not you think you're a Christian or whatever you believe in, like, they really were strict on, you can't do any of this stuff. No, rated on movies, like, crazy, like, everything. Yeah, no birthdays, I yeah, know, because, no yeah, birthdays. I've known a lot of Jehovah's Witnesses. Yeah. It's like, that's the thing, and it always struck me as, like, what? Even, <laughs> not, even done to the point where you're not allowed to be friends yeah. with, with people who aren't. And I was really good about it. Like, I had, like, like friends that were, like, secretly hanging out with people at school and just doing whatever on the side, and I was never that way. So it really hurt, like, when I left that, like, these same people that were living a double life is what they call it, like, when you're, like, one way at the meetings and then another way. And I never lived one. I was, like, a really good Jehovah's Witness, but I left because I stopped believing in it, and I, and I saw the cultish forms of it, and I was just like, I just don't like religion as a whole. Not necessarily them, not necessarily Muslim, but I just, I believe that anything man-made is, like, questionable. <laughs> Anyways, so, um, they they could do all this other stuff in the darkness, but hanging out with me was, like, that was going too far. Like, they can, like, be having sex and doing drugs, but, like, you're leaving? Oh, I'm sorry. We can't be friends with you anymore. <laughs> well, yeah, and that's sort of where I got with the situation I was in. It's like, you know, especially during the Me Too era and, you know, certain people coming out and very supportive and, in like you say, very hypocritical because they're saying, oh, we do all these things, but we're trying to say they're not okay um, as far as what we put out to the world of what we want people to think about us, but we're clearly doing them behind closed doors. But the fact that you're questioning this and you don't want to be involved in this because you think this is wrong, then you're the bad person. Yeah. You're toxic is the word that they always like to use in cult situations. Yeah. Of like, yeah. Jehovah's Witnesses yeah. use the word apostate. Like, if you just completely don't think, like, it's crazy. I know people who've left being a Jehovah's Witness and they, like, they smash, like, the name. Like, they will go out there and they run rampant. They talk so poorly of it. I didn't. I just mind my own business. Like, yeah. I was doing my own thing. And I remember I went to New York for New Year's Eve a few years ago. Um, and my friend, previous friend, she was not a Jehovah's Witness either. But she, most people leave because they want to have sex or marry someone mm-hmm. who's not a witness. That wasn't me. I left just because I didn't want to be there. So um, I hung out with her brother in New York. We had a great time. We were, like, with a group of friends. And he was just like, hey, so are you thinking about ever going back? And I was like, oh, no. I said, I left because I don't believe in it. And he was like, oh, that's that's crazy. That was it. He told his sister, I'm an apostate. 
what? Like, I'm just, like, I, I was like, we didn't even no. talk about the religion. Like, I completely, I'm the type of person, like, if you believe in something and I don't, why bring it up? Like, let's yeah. just, like. It, yeah, it, it's, like, but people nowadays almost just want to get into fights. It's like, you know, you know we're never going to agree on politics or religion, so why don't we talk about Batman? Like, yeah. you know, but they can't be. A, but yeah. the minute you say an ounce yeah. of something, they run away with it. And like you said, they try to say you're toxic, you're this, you're yeah. that. And it's just so sad to me, like, how far people will go to be a part of something just so that they're not shunned or it's just it's just amazing to me I don't know well and too and like you say like with your situation it's certainly you know I I do understand certainly more of the religious cult aspects um especially because I grew up in the bible belt and there's a lot of stuff like that including like Jehovah's Witness there people tend to flock to places like that that are are full of different or places like here in Los Angeles because they tend to find people who are lost and are seeking community mm -hmm. and that's what they seek out. But what's interesting to me as far as the difference in say more of like the religious is like you grew up with this. So there's a little bit more of an attachment mm -hmm. there and it's a little bit more understandable why people maybe dig their heels in a little bit. Mm -hmm. But what's interesting to me is with stuff like and that's why like there are even Scientologists that I know that part of me is like they're not evil. They they grew up in this. This is what they know. Mm -hmm. And they're actually pretty chill about it. So, like, there is that good aspect of, like, those people, while you're, like, you understand where they're yeah. coming from. Yeah. Even yeah. growing up in yeah. Jehovah's Witness, like, I appreciate the morality of anything yeah. Christian. You know, at the end of the day, they weren't telling me to go out and kill people. Yeah. What I didn't like was just, like, we're better than everyone else. You know, they're not going to have God's grace. Only we will. And you can't talk to them. And if you decide to leave, you we can't talk to you. I didn't like the superiority because yeah. I don't really feel like that's very loving, which is what they claim to be. And it's like, I don't know. I don't like anything that outcasts, anything that divides families. I don't like anything like that. I just think it's just so weird. Yeah, and too, like, that's where you say was where you drew the line, and, and it was with a lot of different religions like that, um, whether it be Jehovah's Witness, Calvinist, or, I mean, you know, they're, uh, Calvin, Scientology, yeah, yeah, is all about, like, we're better than you, like, and, and that, that is an issue, and that is one of those things that you see more in the cults like I was in that are more like, you know, whether it be like an improv school or, you know, things masquerading as a school, it, it is about, like, that whole I'm better than you aspect, which is what is sort of the root of cultism. Mm -hmm. And that it, you know, it, the reason these things, they're the actual toxic ones. Mm -hmm. And the reason people like us sort of see this is, like, it does come from a high level of narcissism. Because, mm -hmm. like you say, I mean, and Adam Grohl always says, all roads lead to narcissism. And that's what you had a problem with, was that I'm better than you just because mm -hmm. I believe this, mm -hmm. not because, you know, you're the fastest person or anything yeah. like that. But it's, like, just this arbitrary thing that you've decided. And that's that's insane, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Like, even, like, it, the whole, if you don't follow our rules, you don't belong concept. It's just, like, it's mind-boggling. And like you said, I know some people who are extremely smart. And yeah. it just amazes me how, I feel like a, a cults attack like you said, people who need that sense of community, something to believe in. And it just saddens me when I see people who are so smart get so stuck because the cult literally, it attacks everything. It attacks, like, you're going to lose these friends if you're not with us. You're going to lose these privileges if you're not with us. You're going to lose this. You're going to lose that. And it's just, it's a hard thing to walk away from, especially if you're born into it. But with anything, like, just with any type of cult, it's just scary that, like, tomorrow when you're no longer a part of it, 
if people are going to treat you differently. It's just really scary. Yeah, and, and that's sort of the thing that everybody runs the risk of. And that's what people don't understand. It's like a lot of times they see people like you and I and who are very strong women. And they're like, oh, how could you have gotten into that? And it's like because, you know, that doesn't have anything to do with it, especially in your case mm -hmm. where you were born into it. And it's one of those things that you are being smart about it in one way because you're like, is my feeling on this worth losing all of mm -hmm. this over? You're trying to do a cost-benefit analysis. And so it is one of those things that you woke up in that one day, like, you know, and you're like, oh, wow, and what are the consequences? Mm -hmm. And because you're smart, you're thinking about those consequences. But eventually, with, you know, most cults and most people like us, we start to realize well, the consequences are actually worse for staying. And you know what? If these people really are my friends or my family or things like that, then they, this won't matter. I mean, but sadly, sometimes you are wrong, but there's nothing you can do, and that's what's best for you. Yeah. And eventually, yeah. Like, I've had some people eventually come to senses, and that's like, yeah. it's such a patience factor. Like, like, I've just had friends that just did not understand why. They're like, why are you leaving? Like, this is the truth. That's what they call it, the truth. Yeah. And they're like, are you ever coming back to the truth? And I'm like, first of all, it's not the truth. Like, but it's just so sad. I've had to see so many people that were like my best friends get married, and I'm not a part of that experience. And that's how it really attacks yeah. It attacks you even way, way after you leave. Like, even more recently, I had to join, like, a Facebook group, like, for, like, recovering ex-Jehovah's Witnesses because you feel so alone because, like, you can be as good as friends with people that you meet, but they won't understand what it feels like to leave that experience it's just like make new friends it's like it's kind of like way deeper than that <laughs> but yeah it's it's interesting so it's always it's very interesting there's definitely more there's personalities on those pages that are a little bit more angry than me I'm not necessarily angry I just kind of get frustrated that other people don't really understand how hard it is to leave a cult and yeah the aftermath of it like of how you feel sometimes like it's sad it's fudge like someone literally you hung out with every day you're not yeah. even invited to their wedding or you know, and they have new people in their pictures talking about best friend. Like, when did you meet this person? <laughs> like, you have no idea what's going on in their lives at all. Like, yeah, and, and and that's just a sad fact of it is that you know, for something so arbitrary, I mean, they have completely cut you out, and you know, but that is one of these things that everybody deals with in the aftermath of leaving. And, and it's good that there are these support groups because that's one of the more positive things. And that's why I wanted to talk about this subject is there, there are so many people that have left these situations and the beauty of the World Wide web. And like you say on Facebook, there are groups for these people to connect. And cause sometimes it's like, like you say, nobody understands how hard that is except for somebody else who went through it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and, and that's what I wanted to talk about, because as I say, as you were talking about, you're talking about Jehovah's Witness in more, like, a relig religious capacity, and I'm talking more about, like, you know, groups, because one of the main things um, in the cult-like behavior is the leaders or founders are the, like you say, the truth. That's what they call it. We'll just call the whole thing the truth. <laughs> and they, they have this, the truth, but it's like, you start to realize the truth in their sense, is not really true. Because most of the time it's stuff you can't prove. or th Because that's what the interesting part about this is and why it's often, you know, more religious in nature is cults start out with this idea of what they can give you. But it's not real. Whether it's into, like, faith is a real thing and I'm not saying there is no God or anything like that. But I'm just saying where these cults differ from, like, the less scary religious aspects 
are, they like to say like, they are your leader, they are your God, and they are what you believe in, mm-hmm. and they are just a person. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in Jehovah's Witness, I'm not really familiar with what their specific is. You know, are you able to talk about that? Like, Well, yeah. they, they consider themselves yeah. to be a Christian, which I feel like is the mm-hmm. most... Um, yeah, misconception about them. Like a lot of people put Jehovah's Witness in their own like religious category, but no, they believe yeah. to themselves to be Christian. The biggest things that they differentiate from is they don't believe in the Trinity, like most other Christian yeah. organizations. Um, they the holidays they they're very strict on paganism, but for them it's just they believe that, um, and also their thoughts about afterlife are very different from most other Christian um, dissects. Like most. Christianities, whether Catholic, Baptist, um, Seventh-day Adventist, they believe you die and you have a hell or heaven um, thing that's going to happen to you after you die. Um, They don't believe in hell. They believe that you'll either be resurrected once the earth gets restored back to its original form, or if you're one of God's, like 144,000, you'll be in heaven ruling over the earth. And that's always, I mean, I... I don't know. I don't think anybody has, like, the right to say what's going to happen after we die because they haven't done it yet. (laughs) That's always been so. Whether they're right or Catholics are wrong, I don't really care, like, about that. I just try to be a good person. Um, I'm all about the good police points, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But... I liked their system. (laughs) Yeah, I haven't watched that show, but it's tempting because it comes on after Superstore, so when I record Superstore... There's a little bit of the good place in the, for like the first five minutes. <laughs> I highly recommend it, and it is on uh, Netflix. And yeah. Hulu. Oh yeah, so, yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but for them, it's just the the most, and that's the thing. Like they they don't teach you anything super crazy and yeah. super irrational, and so that's what keeps people in longer. It seems so peaceful. It seems so just like. It just seems so great to be a part of. Very positive. They preach so much that like the. That they're the only ones who, like, do things around the world for other people. They, they claim such a unity. And that's how you really get caught up. Because you're just like, wow, this is so united. Like, there's no other group of people that are like this in all countries. And they all love each other. Like, that's how you really get caught up in their stuff. Yeah. And it's very similar, I think, to Unitarianism or even Seventh-day Adventists. Which I found interesting you brought up. Because I think my, you know, in my family, there is a sect of my family that are Seventh-day Adventists, and luckily they're not, but this particular part of my family, they're a little bit less strict, even though for everything else, they go to a Seventh-day Adventist school, college, they tend to be isolated to it a little bit, but they don't cut us out, Mm -hmm. and that was something that, you know, some of my family had feared, because they thought that about it, so that is interesting, but then I think we said, we're like, no, I think that's more Jehovah's Witness, like, they're like, no, we believe in this because, you know, my, um, I won't mention the family member, they might listen to this, but yeah, like, <laughs> he married into it, and it was like, yeah, yeah, like, we were worried at first because, again, people are often ignorant of those things you don't yeah. know, and there is, to me, there is an element of it because to, but it, with anything that is very much like, I only go to Seventh-day Adventist school yeah. and all that, I mean, I had to go to a Jewish school when I was a kid, like, so in my, like, my immediate family is very much like, we want to be around other groups of people, so anything that is alarming that you will only hang, and that was where I got with this other organization was, I'm only hanging out with people here, and this is a problem, and you notice you're being isolated mm-hmm. to only being friends with people that are in this group, mm-hmm. everybody outside of there 
you start to realize how isolated you are. And that's why it's good that, you know, they're not quite as isolated, but still they do spend a lot of their time around only Seventh-day Adventists. Yeah. Yeah. One thing I can definitely say, religion or whether it's just an organization or some type of program you're a part of, it's that whole family element that they preach so hard on. And family doesn't, like, treat you bad if you have doubts. And I think that's just really... That's when you really start to see things. You have doubts and there's no answers. It's just like, well, you're supposed to just believe. And that can just yeah. that can go around in so many different ways. And it's like, but I don't, so can you answer my question? And that's where it started for me. I was just like, I don't I, I don't understand. Like, that wasn't a good enough answer. Like, I started to yeah. become like that. And it's like, instead of being like, okay, well, we'll do some research. It's like, no, you need to have faith. And it's like, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I need well, some answers. And that's actually, uh, I'll say something positive about Scientology here is the people that I know that are Scientologists that are my friends, that is what they say is different about Scientology is that they encourage people to question, which I find interesting. Um, and two, I believe them. I mean, they're the ones who grew up in it, but yeah, like <laughs> that is one of those things that I grew up, you know, in a very Christian community that was, more like the Jehovah's Witness, though, of don't question this. Like, you know, we're the bad ones for questioning at the school or things like that. That's why we had to go to the other one. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the thing about Judaism as well. It's a a very good thing and why, you know, yes, there are sects of Judaism, just like with Christianity, that are more cult-like in behavior. But overall, the Torah encourages you to question. Yeah. 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 I, um, when leaving, like, I'm at a point now where I have a lot of Christian-like thoughts, like, as far as just, like, I, I, yeah, the, yeah. because, because, yeah, Christianity is probably the most popular religion in the U.S., so it's kind of easy to default yeah. to a lot of those beliefs that are positive, but, um, I just don't consider myself to be a part of any religion, just because I, yeah, me neither. I, for a yeah. while, I did, like, non-denominational, but even then, like, you stay there long enough, they're like, oh, can you be a part of this program, you want to work here, you want to do this, and they were very nice, and it's not as pushy, like, Jehovah's Witnesses, like, yeah. if you don't do these things, you're not a part of us, like, down to, like, you had to study, you had to, like, openly study, you had to go out in field service and knock on doors a certain amount of hours a month, like, you had to do a lot of things, or you weren't good. Like, you didn't get privileges, and, like, it, when they had, like, their huge ceremonies a couple times a year, you weren't allowed to sit at the contribution box. Like, if your family didn't contribute, it was just so many little things you start to see within that I can definitely say non-denominational churches didn't have so much, but eventually you start to feel that social pressure if you want to, exactly. like, do well yeah. in the church, too. I grew up in a non-denominational church, and we didn't, well, as I say, we went to the Jewish school, or the, the non-secular one, just most, we didn't have a, a specific Jewish school in my hometown, so that's just where they all happened to go. And um, we couldn't go to the school of even our non-denominational Christian church, because as my mom said, you guys are not going to fit in. Even though we go to church here, we're not gracers. I mean, and that's what we <laughs> called them, was gracers. I mean, and it was one of those things that we just sort of knew we were never fully going to be accepted, no matter how involved my grandparents were, things like that, because my mom would say, we're not gracers. Like, even though you're there, there's still this element of, like, judgment, and, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's crazy, like, religion and politics try to be so separate from each other, Mm -hmm. but it's crazy how similar everything is. Like, there's totem pools, there's, there's, there's 
like campaigns to be yeah. the preachers and the pastors. Like there's levels and there's a lot of different things. And it's so interesting that they think they're so different and you know, but they both claim to have God's backing. Whatever country you live in always claims to be like spiritual too. But it's just so interesting to me how that is. Yeah, and, and too, I'm glad you brought that up because that was actually the next thing I was going to segue into. It's like you're <laughs> reading my mind. <laughs> Because, yeah, like, I was going to bring up the fact that things have become cult-like in politics as well. It is very much like, you know, we've got, like, there's the angry Christian Republicans over here, but then there's also these crazy leftist socialists over here, and everybody, like, if you're too far over here, you're too far over there, mm -hmm. it's like you can't come, anybody over in the middle or anybody not on your side is now you're against them. Yeah. I mean, because let's face it. I mean, recently I've lost friends because I, you know, did not support Bernie Sanders. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that that's I'll, that's going to be one of the few people I will just call out. And, too, this is not on him necessarily because, again, this is more about the people who follow you. But they got a little, like, you know, if you don't support all this, uh, you know. And then, too, not all Bernie Sanders supporters are like this. I still have friends that are. But just saying that was a specific one where I saw people, or like with Hillary Clinton and things like that, it's like, you know, I don't like either one of them, guys, but that's not good enough. Or yeah. like, you know, yeah, I'm not over here, but because I'm not over here, I'm doing hand motions. Um, yeah, I'm like, it's not on the podcast. <laughs> um, so I always say, like, this is gonna be my old person saying yeah. when I tell my grandchildren, I'm always like, it's always very interesting to me how people yell for peace. Yeah, it's like, what do you Wait. say? <laughs> like, people will be like, well, Bernie is like, he's for the people, so you need to do it or else. And yeah. it's like... That's bullying. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah. wait, what? Like, what are you saying? Like, you need to get out there and vote. you like, it's your choice, but you need to go do it because I said so. And it's like, I, I, I get that people get very animated about how mm -hmm. they feel. And again, I'm always, you know, always feel that you should voice your opinion. Cool. But let other people voice theirs too, and like, and that's another thing that ties back to cultish yeah. things. Like, it's like this is what we love, and this this is God's backing. But you need to do it now. And it's yeah. like, does that sound like God to you? If of what we think God is, so every religion thinks that the higher power is peace yeah. and love, and you're yelling at me for peace and love. It's like I don't know. <laughs> well, it's like me. It's like. I'm as liberal as they come. So's my mother. When people ask about how we grew up and things like that, but we're actually considered libertarians in politics. But I have friends that are like so far leftist that they're like calling me a Republican or a conservative. And I'm like, you know, although also I don't believe those are necessarily bad words. There are plenty of good people on yeah. that side too. I know, shocker. But the, that's the thing is, like, because I don't go this far over here on the left that I think that people should, that I think that part of our problem in this country is we've handed people too much stuff and nobody knows how to work anymore. It's like, yeah, I'm not liberal enough. I'm all about people's right to choose. But that's the difference is I'm about people's right to choose and not about telling them what they need to do yeah. and that's on both sides and that's yeah. the problem i have lately is like yeah. everybody has like come into like it's you don't if you don't agree with me you're evil like and i'm like eh, yeah. no 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 <laughs> when they're preaching yeah. peace and that's yeah it's, that's the worst part i'm like so the people that right? say they're evil i'm like you know what cool yeah mm -hmm. and because i've always been like a perspective person like even though like benefits that help the poor and all that yeah. 
are good if you're poor. But I also see how a rich person doesn't want to give up their taxes. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these same, like, give up their money to taxes for yeah. the poor. I get both sides. I feel like a lot of people get so stuck in, whether it's religion or their political views or their job or whatever, yeah. they get stuck on what suits them. Like, this suits me, so I'm going to preach this. But they would be the first person that if their situation changed, they would their politics would change and their religion would change. Like, I know a lot of um, Jehovah's Witnesses, like, they preach a very humble life. Yeah. Like Jehovah's Witnesses. But I know Jehovah's Witnesses that get have gotten major promotions at work. And all of a sudden, they have this money. They start hanging out with non-Jehovah's. They start breaking mm-hmm. rules, so to speak, because their situation changes. When you're poor and you feel like you have nobody, you cling to things to believe in. But when you get to a place in life that's more comfortable, it's always very interesting to me how quickly people change their mind. Well, and that's where I'll say, and uh, this just reminded me of a bit from Chuck, but it's just really true is why Casey says it. Um, but John Casey in the show is like, you know, Reagan loving gun toning Republican. And like, you know, one of the funnier things is when it, the Buy More, um, actually it's where a Superstore is now filmed. It used to be the, the Buy More for Chuck, uh, oddly enough, going back to that. But yeah, like um, they're the people at the store trying to take it over and he's undercover as, like, one of these people, and he's like, yeah, the only thing people I hate more than these, um, the idiot hippies out here protesting are the, 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 uh, fat cats, the, the corporate fat cats they later become, and it's, like, in SLC Punk, another movie, that's the transition of the character there, and, and two, that's so many of these people's parents, which is the funniest part to me. Most of the people I know now that are the protesting types or whatever, their parents were like that when they were younger, and they then became the corporate fat cats. Yeah. And that's what you're going to become, too. Yeah. Because every single one of you that preaches this, or for the most part, the over overindulges in it. Like, exactly. I will say, I only the people that overdo it. People yeah. who yeah. impose on other people's yeah. lives, their hate is not yeah. coming from a place no. of wanting change. It's coming from a place of wishing they were something different. Yeah. Because I know people who, even if their life transitions, they keep the same values. Nine times out of yeah. ten... They were not pushy with how no. they felt before. Like, I just I just feel how that is. I never, even, like, if I have a negative opinion on something, I'm never going to 100% believe that the person I vent to believes in the same thing I believe in just because they're in the same situation as me. No. Like, I think we get that's a misconception, and that's a, a lot of times, sometimes you have to watch it in the cult because if you have doubts and you think your friend your age has doubts, that can really backfire because they, yeah. they it's convenient for them so they don't understand where you're coming from. Or, and even if you, they have doubts, sometimes their doubts aren't as great as yours, mm-hmm. or they're not willing to sacrifice for those doubts, because that's something that I've dealt with mm-hmm. a lot lately, is like, I mean, I even know someone who left, and, and talked to, and part of the reason I left, and then now they're back. Oh. <laughs> and then it's like, well, um, hopefully, you know, and two, it's one of those things that some of these people, it's like, you've shared these things with them. Yeah. But there's nothing you can do about that. Like, I'm I'm way more careful. I actually just posted something about this on the Ex-Jehovah's Witness page. I was saying that, um, I was like, one of the hardest parts about, um, leaving is the, like, when other people leave too. Let me just, I'm going to look for it real quick so I can quote it properly, because in the moment... When you write a post, I feel like that's the most sincere you are with it. <laughs> yeah, that's me. I know. And that's the thing is, like, I've been posting all over Facebook crazy shit. Probably that has to do with this, which is funny. And now, a word from our sponsors. If you have a career in the arts, 
Wouldn't you rather be working on your craft than trying to build your own website? That's why RadPortfolios.com creates affordable, custom websites for artists. It's super easy and totally all-inclusive. When you book a role, have a show coming up, or get new headshots you want to put up on your website, you just send the info over and your website gets updated at no additional charge. Starting at just $99 a month, they take care of your hosting, domains, security certificates, and just about any update you want to make your site. Use code BRIGHTSIDE, that's one word, for half off your website startup. RadPortfolios.com, affordable custom websites for artists so you can get back to getting booked. Oh yeah, I should be vamping. I always complain about that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's just one of those things that, like you say, you know, you it, it kind of think people are on the same wavelength as you, but you know that everybody's experience is different, but at least that's why you're respectful. Yeah. But as we were talking about, not everybody always is. Yeah. Exactly. That's why I'm just, I'm super quiet now. But this is what I yeah. said. I said one of the hardest parts about, I said this Friday, what are the odds? Yeah. I said one of the hardest parts about leaving the JW cult, because, yeah, we call it JW, <laughs> because you don't believe, because you don't believe is the people who try to befriend you because they are leaving for sex or drugs. I said, I used to welcome my old friends with open arms, but I said, seven times out of ten, they go back and then harass me about being an apostate. I said, I had to stop being the Safeway friend for a temporary disfellowship. That's the term they used when yeah. you, you get casted out. Um, people. So now you, I said, now you have to be gone for like more than two years and I have to hear you say you don't believe. Like I, like I used to like, as soon as people left, they're like, Hey, let's hang out because in their head is like, this is someone I can hang out with that probably yeah. isn't going to do me wrong, but she can talk to me because all my other friends can't. And then they would just complain. They're like, I hate that thing. But then they would miss their family or they would miss like the life that we had and they would go back and then they would talk bad about me. And it's like. Yeah, and this is so opening to my eyes to what I was like, oh, I bet now that they went back, they're probably trashing me and saying I'm toxic. <laughs> and it's just like, and, and of course, this is on a lower level, but it is one of those things that it's just like, you know, it's so crazy how similar these things are. And that's why I tell people cults can be anything. Yeah. I mean, from a religion you grew up with to just cults, a network. Cults are I mean, simply a group of people that have yeah. a leader. Mm -hmm. And they have a consequence if you don't follow. Yeah. And that's what I just feel like. Yeah. It just, it doesn't happen. It could be a high school group of friends. Like, anything mm -hmm. can happen. Like, just that when you don't do what the popular person says at school, you get cyberbullied now, you get yeah. beat up. It's just crazy how I say humans, we ruin everything when we get together as a group. I always remember in um, Mary Poppins. Yeah. Like, the um, the sister suffragette, like, the yeah. mom. And she was like, they love their husbands. Like, we love you individually, but we think as a group you're stupid. And I've always <laughs> felt that yeah, way that's so funny. about people. Yeah. I was like, people can be so great on their own, but there's always, like, some type of corruption comes in when there's a group. Even if it starts off with the best intentions, whether it's power, hunger, whether it's money, somebody always corrupts the situation. Like, even if you're Christian and you believe in Jesus, he had, according to the Bible, he had eight friends and one betrayed yeah. him. Like, even like yeah. God's son. Like, so anything, when a group of people come together, you never know what kind of what kind of negativity can come in. Because we all have de inner demons. So if you put us together in a group, someone's demons are going to come out. I just feel that way. Well, and two, what's interesting, and I'll go back to the good place, and I apologize, I'll spoil this, but I can, like, <laughs> memory wipe you later. Because this just fits so well with the The sad thing is, is, like, everything you're saying is 100% true. True, but shouldn't we 
do better as a group, and that's the point of that show, is they were sent to the bad place and meant to torture each other as an experiment. But then when they were around each other, just these particular people, they did better. And so it is a matter of groups are bad because typically there is corruption when there is groups. But to me, as long as you're in the right group, everyone thrives. Everyone is better. But it has to be, and I think because that's a group of four people, or six now, kind of, that that works. But it's the bigger and bigger your group gets. Like, like, see, Jesus had one extra. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And I think what's scary is a lot of times it's the the wrong person (laughs) who is considered bad. And I think there's so many layers to, I do hope for the best. I mean, I I think I'm often, um, I think I'm a pessimist optimist Mm. but like 70% pessimist Mm. so I rather doubt that humans can form something Mm. together and then just be surprised if the good happens and I'll accept it because some people are so negative they can't accept a good thing Um, but I'm just so funny about it because I think on top of the corruption everyone has to make a conscious effort and then you have so many details like Someone will be bad, but, like, as a human, for some reason, you're attracted to them, so then you defend them. I just feel like people, there's so many weird elements to human nature sometimes. Yeah, and going on that, like, as I start to realize, because, I mean, there are people in my family I don't really talk to or things like that. And I start to realize, though, is certain people I'm attracted to have those qualities of those people that are cut out for a reason. But because that was something you had and Mm -hmm. that's what you're missing, you tend to go try to find that no matter how, even though... even though someone like me who has like a master's degree in psychology should know <laughs> fucking better. Like it's, it's like, still, it's just human. human yeah, yeah. That's the thing is it's human nature. And then that reminds me of, you know, Jesus had 12, uh, 12 oh, apostles. <laughs> you know, Cause I'm like, Oh wait, no, he had 12. And the only reason I could know that is more, even though sadly mom, I, I did, you know, go to church a little bit, but <laughs> I know it more from dogma because Chris Rock was the 13th apostle who was not in the Bible because he was black. <laughs> and I'm like, that's how I know. And I was like, oh, wait, let me correct that. Cause, and then I have a dumb story of why I know that. <laughs> well, I'm glad I was yeah. able to bring that in for you with my um, my lack of studying the Bible for like the past six years. No, oh, it's, it's fine. And I was like, well, I've just seen dogma so many times. I'm like, wait, no, there were 12 in the Bible because Sorry, Rufus. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we all remember Judas, right? Exactly. And that's sort of the thing, though, is we all remember Judas. Yeah. We remember the bad one. Yeah. And so some people who care more, and that's why, especially when your group is a bunch of people seeking fame, yeah. you're always going to have problems yeah. like or things like that because yeah. that's what corrupts is. Yeah. And to... Because a lot of times in a situation yeah. where the group of people is more of like a, a fame-seeking yeah. organization is that even if you and your coworker, whatever you want to call that person, both hate or loathe what's going on, yeah. them wanting fame more will trump how loyal they are to you yeah. and something that you sincerely feel about. And same thing in religion. Like, just because the cons don't outweigh the pros to the person that I'm venting to, I'm wicked. Because mm-hmm. it, it takes away from their reality of what they want in life. And it's just like, ugh, so scary. Yeah, it takes away from their truth. Yeah. And, like, and that's why I still laugh about, I know I'm terrible, that it was the truth. And I'm like, it's so kind of what people say in certain things here. So that's what's interesting is how that's bled into other quote-unquote cult-like things yeah. of, 
you know, yeah, that, you know, what everybody else says is wrong. We're right. Yeah. Like in this really, really this small the only margin. Way you're yeah. going to get a blessing. Yeah. Quote unquote, whatever the blessing may be is if you follow me because I did it. And I hate that. I hate like just because somebody accomplished something. So many people will follow them even if they got what they accomplished by accident. Like it's amazing yeah. to me. Like people, even like with like a Kim Kardashian, people will mm -hmm. talk so much about her. But at the end of the day, they like start dressing like her they'll yeah. start pursuing like cosmetic surgery they'll, they'll start <clears throat> doing things to get that life and so i i've learned a long lot time ago to not take people for what they vent about sometimes because sometimes they just secretly want to be that well yeah as i say there were certain female friends that were trashing chris hardwick to me who let's just say i knew a little bit more about that situation and it certainly wasn't what it claimed to be and i was kind of on his side and there was lots of women i know that were like how dare you and i didn't publicly say a lot like too yeah. i didn't use because i don't believe in using my platform to influence people yeah. i'm not an influencer you don't want to start a call no. no and that's the thing it's like <laughs> I, I just want to tell jokes and i want to do a podcast like yeah. or two it's like no I, i'm an entertainer and i'm not an influencer if you you know I, because i think that is dangerous and it does breed this behavior but like there was a lot of like i can't believe you know as a woman you would do this blah 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 and these were all people who were at this organization and fully knew well of what was going on to women there. Yeah. And so it was like, no, wait, I'm right because I have a problem with this here and I have a problem with that in general. I don't have a problem with him because that's not what happened. And that's what was confusing yeah. to me is like, and two, you don't know any of this. Like yeah. it wasn't people speaking on the situation from the inside, like say and I knew a little bit more about. And it's about. like, how could you be yeah. so angry about something you have no, no idea? On, yeah. And then be so mm. blind to something that's in our face. Like, yeah. And two, it's not that they didn't know what was going on. Yeah. Everybody knew. And, you know, it's like, while well, no one's getting branded like the sex cult, you know, of Allison <laughs> Mack or the Nexium thing. It's still a little like, guys, like, okay, like, this is certainly worse than nothing. <laughs> like, this yeah. me. I mean, and it was one of those things, but like you say, you're like, you're more bothered by the hypocrisy and the lack of principles than yeah. anything. I mean, and that's just where I get, certainly with a lot of people I know that are what some would call SJW, social justice warriors. And that's why, you know, it's most of these people I know with their thoughts and prayers online are the crappiest friends on the planet. Yeah. And you're like, eh, yeah. <laughs> practice what you preach. Yeah. Yeah. But just to, in their minds, being a part of it yeah. trumps sin. Yeah, exactly. Sin, sin may be. Being yeah. a part of this cult online of social justice warriorism is important to them, but in the real world, yeah. like, but like you say, yeah. I mean, that's how the Jehovah's Witnesses are as well. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've met so many people, like, because I definitely am a little bit more grumpy in person. Yeah. Just because I've been let down so many times by people, I don't take people at face value. Everybody I've met, I probably didn't like them the first time I met them. You have to show me. Yeah. I, I have, like, such so much self-worth now after going through everything I went through with leaving a cult and what it does to your self-esteem, and that now I'm just, like, yeah, but I, once you are my friend, I'll do so much for you. But there's so many people that are super nice when you meet them. And they're just like, well, I love everyone. But, like, behind closed doors, yeah. they don't want to hang out with the person. They'll talk so much crap. And it's just so interesting to me, like, how just to say that, oh, I'm a nice person. Oh, I'm a religious person. Or I'm a part of this group. 
that's supposed to trump who they are when the doors close. And I just hate that. Well, and that's why I felt the need to just change up Mrs. Brightside a little bit. Like, going back to when you were saying you're more like 70-30, a pessimism over optimism. I mean, and that's the reason I do still try to keep this show at least 51% positive. <laughs> but I felt like I'm trying to see the bright side and everything. And obviously, we are still doing that with this conversation. It still is a form of cognitive behavioral therapy. But I was like, look, I need to get more real and just talk, like, about shit the way that it is. Like, because yeah. I felt sometimes when I was branding it more just too much into that, that people wouldn't be so honest. And I'm like, no, we're not just talking about the positive side. We're yeah. trying to get people to see a different perspective. Yeah. So I'm like, no, we have to talk about both sides. Yeah evenly and just still try to be positive about it and then that's the thing is i'm like because i felt a little phony too mm -hmm. and too as i say like over the past 30 days my life has been like up down like insane mm -hmm. and i'm like okay i can't be mrs Brightside right now but i'm like <laughs> well no not to sound like the fucking flash or the green arrow or anything yeah. but i'm like no people need this but what can i do to change this yeah. so that i you know, feel, because I felt the need to be too positive, and I'm like, no, I need to be more real. Sometimes you have to talk about things yeah. that the only positive is escaping it. Yeah, exactly. Because sometimes, that is that. Yeah. Because you never want, because like, um, like when it comes to like expecting, like a baby or something like that, you go on and you read articles, and sometimes you read articles and there's nothing that has to do with your situation. Yeah. And so sometimes you feel isolated in itself. Like I said, like no one understood my situation, so I'm glad I found yeah. that page. But sometimes there are no pages for your feelings. No. Sometimes there's everything is super secret. Like people who've been through like some type of like sexual molestation or something. Sometimes there's no platform because nobody wants to bring it up. Yeah. So it's always good. So I think it's definitely good that you're you're transitioning to talking about more things that relate. It's not necessarily that you're being phony or anything. Yeah. Sometimes you're not being relatable. And because sometimes people, when they're going through something, they don't want to hear, like... They don't want to hear or, like, you, you know... get out of your Yeah, it'll be okay. <laughs> no, sometimes it's not fucking okay. Like, and you know what? The only thing you can do is snut up or shut up is what my mom... Like, Woody Harrelson says in Zombieland, or it sounds like my mom, too. Like, mom's like, get off your fucking ass. Yeah. Kick me in the ass. <laughs> and, and that's the thing sometimes, too. So I'm like, you know, it's not just the be positive, sh you know, show anymore. It is sometimes you need a kick in your ass. Or yeah. sometimes you just need to be like, no, you need to leave. Like, yeah. Yeah. If that's how you feel. Um, and, too, you, ultimately, you can only control you. And it sucks, like you say, when you have friends, like, in this and or family. Mm -hmm. and, and But what... What else can you do? I mean, it ultimately, I mean, and this is the interesting part, is all these people who claim not to be so selfish kind of are, and this seems like a selfish act, but it's really not. It's more about self-preservation and surviving, and that's your only way of doing that if yeah. you see it's bullshit. I know, and my little brother, he was like, um, one of our last conversations before he made the decision to disassociate himself mm -hmm. from me, he told me that I abandoned him. And it's just so interesting, like, yeah. how how lost people are in whatever cult they're in. Like, you're the one messing up something, Be even though you're, like you said, like, preserving yourself. No. No. It's like, you're leaving. You're Why can't, why are you making this so hard? Like, one of my first friends that stopped being my friend when I first started doubting, he was the main one who would take me out to, like, clubs and stuff that we weren't supposed to be doing. Yeah. And he was just like, well, you put too much on Facebook, so I can't be your friend because I don't want people to know that I do this stuff. It wasn't like... Like, 
I'm not. It's like I'm okay, not okay with other people knowing. Possibly, yeah. Like that's crazy. We're gonna do the same stuff. Yeah. Because you're open about it, that's not a good look for me. Yeah. We were like really best of friends. It wasn't like I respect more. Like I have a girlfriend who cut me off because she really believes in Jehovah's Witness, and she cut me off. She was like, you know, I want you to come back. She was very sincere. And that's the thing is, you honestly like her more because she believes what she's saying yeah. and is earnest about it. Not, yeah. Oh. Yeah. I do the same stuff. Yeah. But I'm more secretive, We've, so I can only hang out with secretive people. Sorry. And, and that's <laughs> me too cuz there is there's a few people that are still in this cult and as I've pointed out I'm like I understand why they're there and I don't fault them. And it's one of those things that that like with that girl if one day she left and wanted to talk to you, you would open her, welcome her with open arms. Yeah. Because you're like, she really believes in what she's saying, so I can't fault her. But then that guy, it's like, he doesn't believe it. He just doesn't want to be seen. Yeah. It's he like, doesn't oh, want to lose his yeah. family. He doesn't, I mean, yeah. I get that. These are, I definitely, I'm still understanding yeah. to people who live the double life concept, but it just hurts so much more. Yeah. When they hate me just because I post about Christmas on my Facebook. And we're, you know, just, like, I've been gone for, like, seven years. Like, and yeah. I'm not going to lie. For the first couple years, I didn't put anything out there. Yeah. Now, I don't care. I'm like, Well, and two, they don't have to look at it. Exactly. That's what I tell people. I mean, I got into a fight with one of my friends from high school's moms on Facebook today. Because it's <laughs> like, I don't think you get what I'm saying. But, like, it's like, aren't you too old for this shit? You kind of <laughs> want to say to people, it's like... You don't have to look at it. Why do you feel the need to respond if you didn't like what was being said or done? Like, that's the thing with people. It's like, if you didn't like, if I don't like something, I just change the channel. Or I don't respond. Like, I, or I unfriend or I delete. That's the thing. It's like what I'm more inclined to do. It's like, then I don't want to see that. Okay. Like, why do you need the feel like to come back or clap back as they say? (laughs) I don't know. I watch a lot of Wendy Williams. People. Yeah. You know how I feel about humans at this point. So <laughs> when they come together on Facebook, Facebook is a cult too. But I love no. it. No, <laughs> I was say like Facebook is one of those things that it is. It is what it is, and I think it's like are people? A lot of people are loving my open honesty on Facebook, but then there's people I had to unfriend. It's yeah. like whatever. But as I say, I don't care. Yeah. When you think about it, like even like huge out. corporations will yeah. post a commercial, and people have like a gazillion comments. No, and it's just so interesting to me. Like what how, people see, like, p- people's perception on certain things. It's yeah. like, how many people, like, think you post a vague thing on Facebook, it's about them. And you <laughs> must have been talking to them. Yeah. And you're like, I haven't spoken to you in ten years. Yeah. Like, exactly. <laughs> like, like that's crazy. <laughs> like, but, yeah. Yeah, or like, why would this be about you? Like, <laughs> and if it is, like, if the shoe fits, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and two, it's like, if you think this is about you, Still you with the problem, right? Yeah. Like, things <laughs> it bad. Like, because if I do something so vague, like you said, yeah. that, that you feel attacked, then maybe change. Your... Yeah. It's like, <laughs> obviously, this spoke to you for a reason. <laughs> you cry cry. Exactly. Yeah. People are interesting. No. Like, but yeah, like, it, I, I don't know, I'll try to keep up with your theme. Um, like I said, <laughs> I'm happy that I grew up in a very moral um, home. Because, believe it or not, like, so little very i'll stop talking about the story with it but um my mother wasn't a jehovah's witness my stepdad's mom was so she was trying to impress her and she became one when i was two um but um she and him didn't work out until i was six so we didn't do anything from two to six then when i was six we were back in it but my mother never believed 
And so my mother did a lot of the evil things behind closed doors. So on top of me dealing with the cult, I was dealing with a person who I was being drilled to respect because she's my mother, but she was so evil. And um, I'm just really glad I grew up in such a strict morality because usually girls who have the kind of mom I have move out and become like strippers or <laughs> something <laughs> crazy like that. And I'm just glad. Like that... bang my dad. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, but... Um, so I'm, I'm glad in a sense that even though it was false sense of community, I grew up in a community that kind of filled the void as it came. Because what religion is a lot of times to me, yeah. in cults themselves, they fill a void. And if you need that, build, that void filled, I won't judge you because we've all needed it. And I'm, I'm happy I had it because I can't imagine going through what I went through with my mom with no community at all, without anybody to like just take a breath because she would put on a false pretense when we would go. We would have to go to the church. They call it a kingdom hall three times yeah. a week. And those three times a week were the only times I didn't have to deal with her abuse at home. Like, I could be free there. So to think, for a while, the cult was my savior because I was able to not be at home stuck with her. <laughs> but, um... And that is ultimately the bright side of this, especially those of us who have left. It did fill a void that we needed. Mm -hmm. And two, without it, would we be the same people? That's yeah. me. I'm like, would I have survived out here without it? Because yeah. that's where... I finally felt part of a community. Yeah. And that's sadly when you start to realize things get dark, though. Yeah. It's like, like... Take what you can from it, though. Yeah. Um, I feel like um, I might have been a little bit more judgmental mm -hmm. if I hadn't been in a situation that was so judgmental that it made me resent judgment. Because, like, they are so big on, like, gays are bad and these yeah. are bad that I'm just so, like, live your life now. Yeah. And I don't know if I would have had that eye-opening revelation, like, growing up. Now I'm just so like, yeah, do what you need to do. Like, you know, I'll be here if it fails, but turn up, do what you got to do. So, um, definitely. Yeah. As I said, mine afforded me a lot of opportunities. I would not have gotten otherwise. And that's why I say, and I wanted to talk about the bright side of it. Because, you know, especially in dealing with, with things that are new and fresh or like with you that are, you know, going to be lifelong considering it's, you know, involves your family. Because mm -hmm. I know... If I was away from my little brother, who this does think me moving to California was abandoning him, but <laughs> he's just a pussy. <laughs> we should well, yeah. still talk on the phone and stuff. Like oh, that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and that's the thing is I'm like, oh, I feel privileged by the fact that we get to talk on the phone every day. Yeah. Like, But, yeah, and, and, too, it's like, but because you come from communities and, and you're out away from your communities, that's why you seek things out, like, yeah. you know, going to, you know, uh, these opportunities. I'm like, still... I'm trying to be respectful and not name yeah. any names or really reveal anything on mine. Because, as I say, I do have people there. Um, and, as I say, it's not all bad. And that's what this is about, is the yeah. bright side of this. Like yeah. you say, you were the person you are because you grew up in as yeah. a Jehovah's Witness. Yeah. As I say, I am the per. you know, I survived out here. I made a lot of friends. I um, got a lot of opportunities. But what's best for me is to not be there anymore. Yeah. And just like... As you say, isn't what's best for you not to be the Jehovah's Witness? Yeah. yeah. It's definitely um, when I sit down and I really breathe and I take out all those, like, petty thoughts, yeah. like friends that don't talk to me, my life is so much more refreshing. Like, I'm not trying to live up to a standard and become this narcissist, as yeah. you said before. I just never felt like I fit in. And it feels great to not have to try and yeah. so it's definitely worth it at the end of the day, like when you really are happy about your choice. So, um, yeah. 
Yeah, and like you say, you gravit uh, you said you weren't fitting in. And but it did fill that void of fitting in to an extent, but you've always felt like an outsider. And yeah. I think that was what I did too. And I think that's where most people who eventually leave these situations feel. Yeah. Is they were never really in. Yeah. And when I, they think I love it. it was like yeah. a, like I said, it was a false sense of community, yeah. a false sense of um the loyalty. Like they were taught that we're we're each other's only friend. So there was a loyalty that's undescribable hmm. because it was so blind. Like, because we were told you're not supposed to hang out with non-Jehovah's Witnesses. So we would meet each other. Like, because they, just like with churches, but let's just yeah. say, I don't know how many kingdom halls there are in the world. There's like, let's say a thousand. And let's say there's like 20 in Georgia where I grew up. And you were friends with all 20. of the. You made sure that you were friends with everybody because that's all you had. So there was, yeah, you get blinded by yeah. how close-knit you are because you're told that's all you've got. Yeah. And so you do feel like you're accepted in something, but when conversations were starting to be having had, when I started having doubts, I felt like so. That's where I felt like, man, I don't, this isn't like human nature for me anymore. And again, it was probably because I was no longer in an abusive home. That's probably why I, I didn't initially leave Jehovah's Witness when I left my mother. I left my mother's because she was her own person that I needed to get away from. But when you no longer need to escape, it's very interesting yeah. how critical you start to become and start to see things. When I no longer needed it, when it was a, when it was a, it became a chore. What used yeah. to be like when it wasn't fun anymore, yeah. yeah, yeah, it became a chore because when I was living at home, I was like, oh, I can't go out and I can see my friends. He's the only time I get to see him. But when I could see my friends any day of the week, it was like I don't want to go to this meeting. Like, yeah, <laughs> why am I here? <laughs> That's what it slowly became for me. When I no longer needed to escape, you really start to see the flaws in a, any cult. I mean, it's funny because that's exactly where I got is I'm like, I would go because I wanted to see the people I was working with and doing these shows with, and we'd have these long conversations. But the more you guys hang out outside of there, the more you're like, why are we going here? We, <laughs> we don't need this. What are we? Yeah. yeah. So it, it's weird that it was like sort of the same sort yeah. of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it all becomes, cause they make you, the, the, ultimately they make you believe you need them. Mm -hmm. And that is where I say is the huge uh, guide there to what is a cult and what isn't. Yeah. If anybody tries to tell you you need them, eh, that that should be it's a red sketchy. flag. <laughs> yeah, it's like you won't like you're not gonna have like a true life yeah. without us. It's like what I'm fine. And then like I know people hate like people have hated me like because it's been I'm 27 now, so that's about like eight years of me officially being gone and. People just hate that I'm not, like... Because they tell you, if you yeah. leave, you're going to, like, get wrapped up in drugs and sex. And I've still never tried drugs before. Like, even, like, the legal ones. Like, just because, like, I'm... You want some I'm, weed? <laughs> no, it's like, you want to try drugs? Today is the day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> for me, it's just, I, I like pleasure, so I'd probably, like, become really broke if I yeah. try something. Like, <laughs> there's no morality behind the principle anymore. But um, they just hate that, like, my yeah. life, it hasn't crumbled yet. I just know, I see it in their eyes. They're, like, they're just so upset. They're, like, wow. like. And, and that's the true test of a cult. Yeah. Is that people should be happy that people succeed. And if they're not happy, and simply because you left. Mm -hmm. I mean, and, I mean, that's how a lot of people just feel, even in my hometown. Because it's very much a bubble. Like, me leaving was, like, even in that, growing up. But I always felt like an outsider of that cult, too. <laughs> yeah, the cult of society. Tyler, Texas. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, they're, like, upset if you succeed without them. Yeah. Yeah. It's really crazy. And even, like, 
that happens amongst one person. Like you can have a frenemy that you don't even know about. So you put a whole group of people together. That's just, it's interesting. Like, I don't know. Like I, I had someone reach out recently. They found out I was engaged or whatever. And they're like, I'm just so proud of you. I oh. really thought you were going to go off the bend. And it's like, okay, <clears throat> that was fine first. But why yeah. did I go off the bend? Yeah. But then I don't want to get into yeah. it because then I'm an apostate again, like defaming the Jehovah's Witness name. Like, it's just like, it's so interesting to me. Well, yeah. I mean, it's just like some person was getting a fight with me on Facebook. I think they still, they still resent the fact that I left yeah. is the reason they're doing this. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's why they were like, I shake my head at the things you say. And you're like, <laughs> what? Shouldn't you be like... Oh, you're doing really well, and, like, I was just trying to get people to quit whining about their little problems and help people with the fucking fire. I mean, like, yeah. Jesus, if like... Were, if you were still living there... Yeah. ...and you were feeling negative... Yeah. ...you would, it be, would be like, oh, okay, how are you? Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, it's like, God, I've grown up in cults all my life, apparently, and I didn't realize. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I guess it's, I it's interesting. Like I said, any, any situation that makes you feel like you're going to fail without them... Or you're yeah. no longer a part of it without them. It can be culty. It's just very yeah. A cult is people. A yeah. Pe- without people, there is no cult. So it's just wow. it's interesting. Like I don't know. yeah. But I hope they all get abolished and people become individuals again. <laughs> well, yeah, and that's the interesting part. Is like you know, individual rights are the foundations of libertarianism, which is what I've always believed in. And what's interesting to me, though, is the more further left you go, the more they say they're for individuals, but they're actually against it because it's more about secting people off into smaller and smaller groups. Mm -hmm. Like, because that's the thing. It's like, I am all for people like LGBTQ, all of anybody that is in, in that acronym having the same rights as everybody else. Mm -hmm. There's nothing wrong with that. But it's just, like, the fact that people keep marginalizing people more. And when they claim that they're helping them, I'm like, no, 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 no. We just need to say everybody's equal. When, like, we can have, like, you know, obviously, if you're you're trans, you're gay, you're whatever. Like, these things are about you. But, like, making these people feel like they're a group against somebody yeah. is the problem. Like, well, no, it's like, I am pre- I'm glad that you are out or proud or that you are now in your own skin. Those are things that are good. It's the marginalizing these groups that are causing yeah. all these problems and becoming more, in, as we say. Well, yeah, not, yeah. To, not to sound like super, um, what's the word, where people like believe in aliens. What's that? Like when you're being, when you're like, conspiracy theorists. Yeah. But I feel like with anything, whether it's a cult, a government, anything, a group of people, division is the best way to yeah. keep people from coming together and finding a real truth. It's, no, that person's bad because they yeah. don't believe. So then you have, even sometimes I feel like on the ex Jehovah's Witness page, I have to be careful because I feel like even those people who hate Jehovah's Witnesses so much don't realize that they're making a cult of their yeah, own. Yeah, exactly. They're, they're, they're getting too far on this side. Yeah, and it's because like, no. there are people who have left Jehovah's Witness and now they're a Catholic or something. Yeah. And they'll make a comment on the page and people are like, no, all religion sucks. Like, go away. And it's like... That's not okay either. No, like, we're supposed yeah. to be there for each other no matter what we choose after the religion. So Yeah, as I say, I have friends who are Scientologists. I have friends who are Mormon, Christian, mm-hmm. atheist, whatever. Same. Because to me, they, you know what? I like them. Because they're not a dick. Yeah. And I'm not a dick. Exactly. And, like, that's really all we have to be to each other is not dicks. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> it, um, yeah. Like, love. I believe in love. Yeah. And I just yeah. believe it's so simple. But 
we complicate it so much. Like if you literally, or the golden rule, you treat people how yeah, you want to be treated. treated. Like not that so hard. simple. You know how you want to be treated. Yeah. Treat people. But it, it gets complicated because then you'll meet, you'll do that and then you'll meet someone who doesn't and then it jades you. And then yeah, because like, <laughs> I like people to be giving and, and, and thoughtful and things mm-hmm. like that. And you know, you do get burnt out when you have someone who's all take, 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 yeah. take. Yeah. But it, these are things that you just... Have to learn. Well, fuck that guy. Yeah, but and I'm gonna still uh, be yeah, giving still to gonna, the yeah, people that like, deserve it. Yeah, yeah, you just gotta cut them off, and that's, and that's sadly what you have to do. Yeah, I mean, and that's sort of what as we say is the bright side is sometimes you have to cut off these things at the head. Sometimes yeah. the bright side, and the only thing you can do is leave. Yeah. But as you say, there are still people in that that you do love and you yeah. do understand. I know. Yeah. Yeah, and and it's crazy. Like, yeah. A lot of times they don't understand me, but yeah, I just uh, it's just so. So interesting. I, I sometimes do wonder what life would have been like not to grow up in that sense. Like, yeah. I literally have everything from 19 and before stripped away. Like, just no, unless they left. But a lot of times, it's kind of sad too, like people who leave, they kind of, re- kind of resent each other to a little yeah. bit. Like, I don't, but I just notice like they don't want to think about the past. Exactly. And I'm very yeah. okay with talking about things. So that's another yeah, reason that's why me too. I had to join the page because I never had like a vice like to fill that so sometimes it's cool to hear other people who it does bother them i have friends that left and they don't it doesn't it doesn't seemingly affect them yeah they're just so caught up in whatever life they have now yeah they don't even want to think about it so which is good too yeah it's like you know that's that's i want to bring them down with like how i get yeah 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 so yeah you gotta so yeah, so now I'm in a new cult, which no, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. You're like so now I joined Scientology. That's that's the the big uh, right the the, the uh, crap. I'm losing the word. Uh, twist. No. I'm like what what word? Thankfully Easy. not. Shout out to Leah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, it must be my phone ringing. No, oh, it's unknown. It's probably the Church of Scientology. <laughs> Um, it's weird because, yep, they still call me sometimes. It's like, guys, I went there once. Like, take a hint. I feel so bad for the guy by, like, North Hollywood train center yeah. that's always, like, sending out, giving out flyers. And they, you know what? He probably gets paid $20 an hour because you know both of us have passed out flyers before. And that's how much we get paid. Like, he's fine. Yeah. As I say, I'm I'm always respectful of people, but I do, like, used to, you'd be like, oh, man, that sucks. And then you're like, wait, no, we get paid $20 an hour to do that. <laughs> That's not that bad, you know. You'll be fine. <laughs> I mean, it's Scientology. Like, that's a cult, and then it's at least done stuff for people. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, if it's, you know, yeah. you hear all these horror stories. Like, yeah. Even within the extra Jehovah's Witnessing, I'm so glad I didn't grow up in some hick town because some yeah. of those... Kingdom Halls, that's where, like, you'll find out there was sexual abuse. There was, like... Probably, like, Tyler, Texas. That was some... <laughs> exactly. Because then we had some Kingdom Halls. Yeah, and yeah. you just never... Those are smaller towns. And, yeah. like, I... Like, on that page, it's been so eye-opening. Like, I met... I actually went out to lunch with people that work here locally yeah. telling me their stories, like, how they're, like, their Jehovah's Witness babysitter molested them. And Jehovah's Witness... This is where I started... Like, yeah. I started to really get upset if I wasn't already bes- upset before. It's like, they're so big. Like, with my physical abuse I was going through, it was obvious. I had... Not only did I have bruises, I had, like, sh- obvious low self-esteem when I was at these meetings. And people are so big on, we don't want this to get out because then they'll blame all Jehovah's Witnesses that they let people go through things. Well, it's like the Catholic Church and the covering up the priest molesting. Exactly. I mean, and two, it's like, that's not the right thing to do is cover it up so you don't look bad. The right thing to do is just help people. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. 
they didn't want to get the police involved. They yeah. tried to keep everything within like their own judicial like meetings and stuff like it was that it, it can get we can go on and on with the weird stuff but yeah. i think there's a lot of publicity now about stuff like that so i don't want to dwell too much on everything especially when it didn't affect me personally yeah and, and that's me too while my issues with what happened there were you know there were sexual abuse there were was a lot of hypocrisy with me too and in, in certain things but because it's not my story to tell yeah it could, yeah, as you say, it's like it didn't happen to me, so what can I do or say? Mm-hmm. I mean, other than, I mean, I've given people a platform and told them they're welcome, I can help them, but yeah. you know, I can't do it for them. And that that's again because you have to, it's not my story to tell. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Wow. Well, that was, it's like going down that rabbit hole. I think, uh, you know, is there anything else you want to say? No, I mean, I feel like I could go on and on. Yeah. Because, like you said, it's something I grew up yeah. in. But um, we're keeping it bright. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, so, are, are you open to giving out your social media? Do you want people to follow you or no? Or you're like, no. <laughs> if you're a Jehovah's Witness, don't bother me. <laughs> no, it's fine. Yeah, you can, um, uh, my, I don't really talk about this stuff mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. Um, in a moving forward aspect. But, yeah. Um, I'm more, I focus on more culinary and everything now, but yeah, my Instagram is love work die. I know it's pretty morbid, but I just feel like (laughs) that's life. That's life. And then, um, my Facebook is Marina Hamilton. So soon to be Marina Pleasant. Yeah, congratulations. Thank you. (laughs) And since I'm Lucretia Lyon, guys, you can always find me at L-A-C-R-E-T-I-A-L-Y-O-N anywhere on the internet since there is only one. See you next Tuesday. So, there's this new podcast you guys should totally be listening to. It's called Dead Inside. It's got myself, Lucretia Lyon, and... Jacqueline Pissarro. And we talk about a lot of effed up stuff. That uh, you'll absolutely enjoy and laugh at, like murder. And uh, serial killers. And um, we speak with other comics, and we talk to other different types of personalities. Yeah, and personality disorders. That um, we point out in other people and in ourselves. Because we're full of it. (laughs) Yeah, so guys, Dead Inside has new episodes every Tuesday on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, iHeartRadio, and Spotify.